Welcome inside the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. John Ledyard from FanRag Sports back with Trevor Sycamore from PewterReport.com. Trevor, we missed you on that show with Ben. I don't know if you got a chance to listen. Ben had some really good insights on, on the quarterback class and a lot of the quarterback situations around the NFL and kind of how they're developing and how they could play out in the offseason, which I think will eventually kind of parlay into some of our draft discussions um, in the near future. But I know today we're talking my bookie lines and NFL matchups and we're telling people how they should spend their hard-earned cash, which is always a daunting task. Yeah, no, I got uh, I got a chance to listen to it. No, you and Ben were good. Ben's always got some uh, some good insight. Um, he's he's definitely uh, in an age of of social media where kind of reporting his sources here and there, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. I would I would seriously consider Ben as like an insider, right? You know, and they're like there aren't many people that I consider like insider people. So that was good. I'm uh, disappointed I missed him, but I'm sure we'll uh, we'll have him on again. And I'll be able to catch him then. So yeah, yeah, he did a, he did a good job. Got some insight there that I didn't even think about in a couple of situations. So if you guys haven't listened to that one, go back listen to Thursday's episode uh, with Ben Albright uh, as he talked about the quarterback class and a lot of quarterback situations around the NFL, uh, Denver, Buffalo, um, Washington, the Kirk Cousins situation, where he could end up this off season and you know, why he doesn't think Josh Allen's going that high, why I think Sam Darnold should go back to school, um, why he loves Baker Mayfield like we do, um, you know, and so on and so forth. So uh, it was really good stuff. All right, we got my bookie line. Steelers took care of business last night, so I'm feeling relaxed about this weekend. Got a little 10-day mini-buy for the Steelers. You know, 8-2, and two, sitting comfortable, ready to watch how the rest of the things pan out this week. We we need the NFL to save us this week because we haven't even really talked about the college football slate because it's they're it's, awful. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's they're USC like UCLA and I guess Michigan Wisconsin. I don't know. It's slim pickings. It's not great. It's right. not great. You got these my bookie lines. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So starting off, the Detroit Lions traveling to Chicago. We got Detroit favored by. Three points. Hmm. So Chicago starting off three nothing. Yeah, give me the Lions. I'm like back and forth here. I don't really know. Lions really like need picked, to win this game. I know, but I feel like we pick the Lions all the time, and yet here they are in the we're in the situation where we keep saying, "Man, Lions got to win this game." I so know. you know what? Give me <laughs> Chicago. I'm gonna, okay. I'm take Chicago. I'll take Chicago on the points. You think the Bears are going to win, or you just think it'll be by less than three? Right, yeah, sure. I mean, I don't have to answer that. I don't have to answer that. That's the beauty of it. Just give me Chicago and the points. Um, but when the Bears win, you'll be like, I told you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, no, see, you catch, you're catch, you catching on to this. Kansas City traveling to uh, the New York Giants. Fun fact, I looked this up for a Bucks article last week that I did. And uh, I can't remember if I said this on the show or not, but I looked up preseason like odds to win the Super Bowl. And then compared them to how teams are doing now. And the New York Giants are actually the most disappointing team in football compared to their Super Bowl odds. Which I guess I get because not that I I didn't pick them even to make the playoffs. So I didn't share the Super Bowl aspirations that apparently others did. But at the same time, I'm surprised at how bad they've been. Like, I would never have thought oh, they so would have been, I. you know, a one and eight team. I think that part, that's part of it. Like if the Bucks, if the Giants just missed the playoffs, then I think maybe you're like, Oh, you know, disappointing, but not like, not so overly surprising. But the fact that they're right. like one and eight and they just got yeah. throttled by the 49ers. Yeah. Like they, uh, they had the, they had the, they had the eighth highest Super Bowl odds before the season started. Ugh, gross. Yeah. So, anyways, Kansas City Chiefs at the New York Giants. 
Uh, New York is getting 10.5. This is the Chiefs schedule right now, by the way. Uh, at the Giants versus slumping Buffalo at home. At the Jets versus whatever's left of the Raiders at this point. The Raiders will put up a put up a battle, but the, the Raiders already won one. I, I don't think the Raiders sweep the Chiefs this season. Um, the Chargers, whatever you think of the Chargers. The Dolphins, talk about a slumping team. Dolphins are absolutely miserable. Um, and then the Broncos, talk, another slumping team at, at Denver. The Chiefs are... The Chiefs could legitimately win out. Maybe they lose one more. There's no way they finish worse than 12-4. and four. They're going to throttle the Giants. I don't even think it'll be that close. I will – 10.5 points is too many points. I'm going to take the Giants. Um, I do think Kansas City wins, but 10.5 is too many points. So I'm going to take the Giants here. Uh, the the Giants don't is... care, man. They want that top two pick. They're going <laughs> for it. That's what they're going for. <laughs> Yeah, um, somebody should notify the Bucks that, yeah. that they need to do the same. Right. So Tampa Bay Buccaneers, speaking of, at the Miami Dolphins, this is a pick 'em game, I assume, because both it's... teams suck. <laughs> is Fitzpatrick the QB? Yeah, yeah. It's you already know. Versus Cutler, right, I think? Yeah, let's go, Bucks. Here we go. Two in a row. Fitzpatrick I, going back to back. I, I do think the Bucks win this game. Um, as weird as it is for me to say that, I think that they make it two in a row, uh, which then puts Jameis Winston back into play to come back this season, which, yeah. uh, uh, not sure that's a smart move, but we'll see. Here's the, here's the dolphin slate, by the way, you, we know about the miserableness of the AFC and just the fact that it looks like the six seed might, there's a good chance the six seeds eight and eight dolphins have lost three in a row to the Ravens, the Raiders and the Panthers. You know, so two teams that are below 500 right now in that group, um, and they play the Buccaneers, which is a game that really they've got to win. They they go to four and six because they've got to play New England twice still. Um, oh, gr- yikes! And they've got to play in Kansas City, and they still play Buffalo twice. Do they sweep them? You know, maybe they split there, but you know, and they've got the Broncos too on the schedule. So, I mean, I they don't have the easiest slate the rest of the way. I think at best the Dolphins win six games, uh, especially if they lose tomorrow. Um, or Sunday, so this is absolutely must-win territory for them. In a week AFC, you know they they are still alive at four and five, but it gets pretty dim pretty quick. You know we we almost can bury them if they lose to the Bucks because there's no way they're beating the Patriots. You know even even once, right? I mean, yeah, I don't think there's any way or the Chiefs. So I don't know. They're they're, they're destined not- for at least three more losses at very least. All right, so we're both picking the Bucks there. Yes. Uh, Ravens. Ravens at Packers. Uh, Ravens are favored by two in Green Bay. Mm. <laughs> what another miserable football game. Yeah, you, you could say the Ravens really need to win because they're 4-5 and five and getting to 4-6 and six and losing to the Packers without Aaron Rodgers looks bad, but they've got the Texans with Tom Savage. Then they've got the Lions and Steelers. And then at the Browns, the Colts and the Bengals. So, that I mean... It, at worst, probably Baltimore should finish with two or three more losses, so nine and seven, eight and eight. Um, this is a game that they really should win. I think they'll find a way to win it. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the Ravens too. I just can't. You really can't trust this Packers team much, you know, I especially know. after watching them the last yeah. couple of weeks. Like, and I, I. I I feel like the Packers should be better than what I see, but 
they have talent. Like, it's weird that they're not good without – like, not good at all without Rodgers. I mean, I guess losing to the Saints and Lions is – you know, those are two good teams. And you lose to the Vikings, you lose Rodgers in the middle of the game. Um, You know, but it just doesn't seem like the defense is really getting there under Dom Capers. So I wonder if a change is in store there. The Packers, by the way, you know, five and four, but the NFC – that's kind of like being in the Raven, a worse situation than the Ravens almost. Um, you know, if they don't win this game, they've got at Pittsburgh, but then they've got Tampa Bay and the Browns, and uh, then you play Carolina, the Vikings, and the Lions to finish off the season. I think there's still that chance Aaron Rodgers comes back, but this is probably one of those games where you've probably got to win, beat the Ravens and beat the Bucks and beat the Browns. You win three of your next four, even if you lose the Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh on a Sunday night game. Um, I think you've got to win it probably three of those four to have a shot. And I think they're capable of it. I think they can play with the Ravens, the Bucks, and the Browns without Aaron Rodgers. But I think you probably got to win three or four and, and four or five overall, I guess, if you count that Bears game, for, for you to think the Packers have a legitimate sh- chance at staying alive in, in the so, NFC. So then are you picking the Packers or what? Um, no, I'm picking the Ravens. I'm just kind of setting the – that's the stakes for them. I think Important the game for both teams. Uh, next, we got the – wow, this is actually a really good game. The Los Angeles Rams at the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings favored over the Rams by two and a half. Hmm, man, two seven and two teams. Two teams that this have is good. Kinda, this is a good game. Yeah, this I thought the Vikings game. would make the playoffs and honestly be one of the better teams in the NFC. Even though I thought they'd be a wild card behind the Packers, I thought that the NFC North was going to be top loaded. Vikings would make the playoffs, and it's turned out the Vikings are in position to win that division, despite not having Sam Bradford or Dalvin Cook or obviously Teddy Bridgewater. I mean. It's pretty remarkable what Mike Zimmer's done. I, I mean, one of probably these might be my two picks for coach of the year. You know, in this game, Sean McVay and the way he's turned around the Rams, the the worst off, offense in the league, uh, to the best offense in the league, and um, what Zimmer's done with the Vikings with, I really his third quarterback. I mean, I know he comes into the year as a backup because of what's going on with Bridgewater, but. Uh, just the, the move to get Keenum, and I think you know, I know he hasn't been a leader or anything, but. Um, no, he's played. He well was up. in week three. Yeah. He was in week three. That's right. Shredded up them Tampa Bay Bucks. But the Vikings have won five in a row, and the Rams have won four in a row. Something's got to give her. You said the Vikings favored by two? No, the Rams are favored by oh, two. The Rams it's at Minnesota. So the Ram- two and a half. The Rams mm. get two. I'm taking the Rams. Number one offense in the NFL at any point. If they're getting points, man, I'm taking them. So I'm going to take the Rams. I think Goff's going to be frustrated in this game, but I. I, think I feel the, like we we've said that so many times this year, though. You know, yeah. I mean, this is this is a good game. This is a really good game. It's yeah. almost like a pick'em game, but again, yeah. If you're going to give me points with the number one offense, um, I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take the Rams. I, I tend to agree because what I think is, I think the Rams are going defense is going to really rise up and, and make some plays in this game, and I think they have all season long. It's just kind of being overshadowed by the de- by the offense and the way that they've turned it around. Rams defense has played really good football at times this year, and they and they've gotten pressure with a bunch of different guys. Uh, they force turnovers, so I, I'm pretty high on this Rams team as a whole, and I'm going with them. My LA Rams getting it done. <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals at the Houston Texans. Uh, Drew Houston, Stanton versus Tom Savage. Houston is favored by one and a half points. Uh, Arizona's going to win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Arizona's yeah. going to win. Yeah, Houston's just bad. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Cleveland Browns. Jags favored by seven and a half. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Jags all the way. That defense is going to eat. The Browns don't have, I don't think 
Sean Coleman's going to play, who's not good, but he's their right tackle. And obviously, you no know, Joe Thomas. That Jags pass rush is going to absolutely devour. And plus, think about how long Deshaun Kaiser holds the football. I don't know. I think it could get really yeah. ugly. Over, under, seven and a half sacks for Jacksonville. Mm, under seven and a half, but it's possible. It would be possible for them to get more. I just, I feel like when these games going in, when you know it's going to be like ugly, it never ends up being quite as ugly as you think it'll be, at least statistically. But I bet there's a lot of quarterback hits still. Um, oh, reminder to everybody: make sure you're checking out the Locked On NFL podcast with Matt Williamson. Uh, he does a really good job five days a week. Uh, make sure you check him out. Uh, Mike Renner from Pro Football Focus joins him on Wednesdays. Lots of good content over there uh, on Locked On NFL, so make sure you're checking out Matt Williamson, one of the best in the business. He always has really great insights on what's going around on around the league. Washington at New Orleans. New Orleans favored by seven and a half. This game's interesting to me because I I, I like Washington. I feel like mm-hmm. Washington can hang with a lot of teams. Earlier in the year when they were playing the Eagles, man, that was one of the best games of the year, the early parts of the year. They were just going back and forth. Eagles eventually came out on top. But I I came away from that game thinking, man, if the Redskins were really playing anybody else that week, I mean, they, they could have beat them. It's just the Eagles mm-hmm. are, are, are tough, and we know they're one, one of the best, if not the best team in the NFL currently. So mm-hmm. the Saints, another team that could very well be the best team in the NFL. They're on a huge win streak, but, man, seven and a half points on a Washington team that I like. This is tricky yeah. for me. So I'm, go- I'm going tricky. Washington for sure. Uh, they've they've played well against the Saints um, over the years. I think they, I saw they won four of the last five. Um, they've played pretty well against Drew Brees. Um, I know it hasn't all the same players or same anything like that, but some of it is. And uh, I think that they've – I think that Washington tends to win these games when you think that they're out. I mean, think about the slate Washington's had to go through. And they, and they haven't played great this season, but I'm with you. I think they're the best team in the NFL with a losing record. Um, and I know that may be not saying much, but I think that if that offensive line's fully healthy uh, and their secondary got banged up as well, um, I think they've suffered some losses this year losing John Allen. Um, I think that this team could legitimately be a playoff team. In the, in the AFC, I know they're a playoff team. Uh, in the NFC, I think that they push for it. They're, they're somewhere in that 6-8 to eight range uh, among teams in the NFC. I really think that. They've lost to you know Philadelphia week one, you know, arguably the best team in the NFL. Kansas City uh, in week four, um, who had another team probably in the top five teams in the NFL. Then they lost to Philadelphia again. Uh, they lost to Dallas. Um, who I think, you know, when, when they're fully healthy, another best team in the NFL. And then uh, the narrow loss of the Vikings uh, last week in that 38-30 kind of shootout. Um, yeah, I, I think this is a good football team. You know, you've found a way against Seattle. you found a way to beat the Rams. You know, you've just had an absolutely brutal stre- stretch of schedule, you know, in that first half of the season. Now they play the Saints. Then they get the Giants at the Cowboys without Elliott and with some of the injuries the Cowboys injured. fed at the Chargers, Arizona, Denver, Giants again. It gets Ooh, a lot easier from here for Washington, easier. but yeah. four and six in the NFC, you're not in a good spot, um, and especially with the way that um, some of the teams are playing right now, and the Saints being one of those teams. You know, and, and you think about Carolina being right in the thick of it. If the Saints ran up in a wild card, this suddenly becomes a really important game for Washington if they go on a run and the Saints drop a couple more. Um, so, if I think if, Washington if, plays good with their back to the ball, the wall, and I think that um, I'm picking the Redskins. If this were any other team in the NFL that were on like the streak that the Saints are on, 
And even if it was in their house, I think I'd be with you. I'd be picking Washington. But because it's in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and New Orleans and, and, and Peyton and Breeze have that home field advantage that like they always have, I'm, I'm going to say that the Saints cover the 7.5 wow. points. But man, that's, that's a lot of points against this Redskins team. So um, I'm, I'm kind of going on it on a limb there. But if it was any other team in any other city mm-hmm. with any other home field advantage, I think I would have taken them. But... I'm going to take New Orleans. Uh, Buffalo and Los Angeles Chargers. Pick them game. There is no line. Who you got? Mm. Chargers. Good answer. It's Nate Peterman. Okay. Yeah. Def- Chargers are going to win. I I don't think Buffalo. I think Buffalo's in trouble. And their schedule's easy. They should win. They they're the, they're, they should get the six seed. They're the front runners. They're still five and four. Next closest team, probably Baltimore four and five. I mean, nobody looks like a challenger, but... Man, I think Buffalo's in serious trouble. Not only, like, I don't think Tyrod Taylor's that great. Even with him, I think they're in trouble. But I think Peterman's worse. Um, you play the Chargers. Then your next two games are at Kansas City. Against that Chargers pass rush, Nate Peterman's going to start. Then you go at Kansas City against New England in your next two games. I mean, it can get it can get bad really, really quick. I mean, they could be looking at 5-7 and seven, um, pretty fast here. And then you've got the Colts, the Dolphins, but then you play New England again and the Dolphins again. So they could lose their, they could lose these next three games and still make the playoffs because the AFC is that bad. But it, it could get, you know, you wonder what's going to happen around Buffalo. All the changes that have been made, all the players that have been shipped out, the quarterback change. At what point do the players start questioning things if they're going to drop, what, that would be five games in a row at this point if they lose this one and they lose their next two. Kansas City, yeah. New England. So, I don't know. I think Buffalo's in trouble. All right. Cincinnati. Well, ah. before we get to that one, we got a message from SeatGeek. Buying okay. tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated, but there's a better, simpler way to buy with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone. It really is. It's the easiest way to shop for tickets. You can be anywhere, just a couple taps. You can find seats. They they make your ticket buying experience easier than ever, uh, saving you time. Uh, money, uh, searching multiple ticket sites, comparing prices, finding amazing deals, and to get you the most bang for your buck, they grade every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. It's clutch. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket, from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. And best of all, our listeners get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code LONFL today. It's promo code LONFL for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Make sure you check that out. What were you saying? You were saying Bengals and Broncos. Broncos. The Bengals are getting two and a half. So the Broncos are favored by two and a half at home. This is, uh, I I don't even know. Uh, Give me the Bengals and the points. I'm going to take that. Mm, Broncos are favored by two and a half, you say? Correct. I think the Broncos get it done. I think the Bengals are in real trouble. The Broncos have lost, what, five in a row? Six of their last seven? I mean, they're not good. They're not good, but they've also played. They lost to the Giants. That was bad. Um, they lost to the Chargers. Then they lost to the Chiefs, the Eagles, to the Patriots. You were, you, were, 
you were like they lost to one of the worst teams in the league (laughs) yeah you're like all right they lost to the giants that's not good (laughs) the giants only win this year game against denver um i this is gonna sound ridiculous but brock osweiler has been obviously an upgrade over trevor simeon he has been an upgrade over trevor simeon now simeon was terrible He's been an upgrade. I think it's an, Cincinnati is struggling, man. Didn't they have the Simeon's worst offense like in the league. Five touchdowns in one game this year. Uh, pro- yeah, D- Dallas game. That was one of the weirdest games of the year. Looking back, Denver winning forty-two seventeen, and then it all went to it went to complete crap from there. Broncos have been straight garbage ever since. Um, but I think that I think it's a low-scoring, ugly game. But I think Denver gets it done. Uh, I like I like the Bengals in low-scoring, ugly games. All right, so Patriots. At Raiders, uh, Raiders are getting seven at home. Ooh, I'm gonna take the Raiders. Ooh, uh, uh, nah. Uh, mm. nah, this is the night. This is a night game, right? No, it's uh, oh, it's an afternoon four, game. You're right. Yeah, four twenty-five on the East Coast. Do or die time for the Raiders, right? Four and five, Patriots. Yeah. This is four, four and six. I mean, you could you could still make it in the AFC: Broncos, Giants, but you still got the Chiefs, the Cowboys, and oh, the Eagles on uh, your schedule. Road games in Kansas City and Philly. Touchdown. Yeah, I. This is important. This is important for the Raiders. Um, oh, and but I'm still going with the Patriots. I just the Raiders have a ter- their defense is terrible. Their secondary is terrible. No, I, the Patriots are throwing the ball as well as any team in the league. I know the Patriots' oh, pass defense is bad, fine. but all right, fine, I'll take the Patriots. Fine. I don't know. I just I can't see it. I can't see the Raiders. I mean, this is a big game for them. If they were to come, somehow come out and win this game. All of a sudden, you know, things look okay for them because if they can beat the Broncos and the Giants next two weeks. They suddenly get to what seven and five in the AFC. The way that the the, the Bills are trending and the Dolphins are trending, and um, you know the Ravens are just kind of all over the place. Suddenly things look pretty good, and even if you're able to win one of those Chiefs, Cowboys, Eagles three in a row, the Cowboys still won't have Elliott, I believe, when they play. Um, you know, suddenly things start to look a little bit okay. So um, we'll see. All right, the night game on Sunday: Philly at Dallas. Dallas is getting five. No Zeke. I really – the Cowboys were so bad last week, and I think they're a good football team. But, man, you could – losing Tyron Smith was massive for them. Um, and they'll they'll correct some things. They'll move around some things to get better protection for Prescott. I think they're going to come out really amped up for this game. What's Philly favored by? Five. Yeah, Give me the Cowboys. I, I really have this feeling. I've had kind of had this feeling all season long that when they played, the Cowboys were going to come away with a win, especially at home the first time they played. I feel like the Philadelphia's due for a loss as good a team as they are. I, I don't think not only the Cowboys going to take cover, but I think that they're going to. I think that they're going to win the game. If Smith, if Smith, he, he's was, not playing. I know. Yeah. I know. If he was playing, I would be with you. I would take Dallas here. But Schwartz is just so aggressive, man. They're yeah. going to – It makes no logical sense why so I would pick many... the Cowboys to win, but I just feel – No, like... no, no. It makes sense. I, I would be with you if they had some – I really would. But mm-hmm. I, I – because I, Philly – Philly-Dallas games just aren't blowouts. And five, five points is, you know, that's, that's at least two possessions. And yeah. so it's hard to think that a, a Philly-Dallas game on Sunday night is going to be more than a two-possession game, especially when we know both teams are good, but one is banged up. Uh, um, I'll take I'll take the Eagles. All right, I'll take the Eagles. Monday night game, Falcons at Seahawks. The Falcons are getting three points. It's in Seattle. 
Man, Atlanta played a really good game last week. Like when when you when you thought that they absolutely had to, and they did. I I think that Atlanta's on their groove. I think they're going to win this week. Give me them in the points. Seahawks are banged up, banged up on defense. Mm. Yep. Bring in Atlanta. Yeah, I I think I'm with you. I I think I'm with you. I think I think Seattle's a good team though. What I I really do. I I think these injuries are have are taking their toll though. Yeah, there's. At some point, there's just only so much you can do when it's key positions and key players. I mean, Sherman's just a massive loss, and now there's questions about Chancellor. And you know, yeah. I, I know Deshaun Shed comes back, but they've lost some running backs too. And uh, Dwayne Brown, I don't know what his status is uh, for this week, but um, yeah, they, they've been they've been some they've been banged up a couple times here, and all of a sudden the Rams get a win, and Seattle loses this game, and the Rams got a little. What is it? One, one a game and a half, I guess, because Seattle has the tiebreaker. But um, whatever you call that, but little nice little lead they're building up for themselves and uh, in the NFC West. Who would have thought that at the beginning of the year? Unbelievable. Not me. Sean McVay, right, the it. goat. There we go. Wrapped it up. We'll be back early next week. We'll talk more about how these NFL games shook out and uh, how the rookies played, and uh, we'll also discuss whatever we can glean from this week in college football as it pertains to the 2018 draft prospects. As always. You keep it locked right here on Locked On NFL Draft.